Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. It's time to settle down. Settle down. And listen to the soothing sound. Oh yeah. Oh, because this. Oh my God, this. Oh yeah, this. Oh yeah, this. Is on a roll. Hello and welcome back to On a Roll, where we take an unhealthy interest in an actor's filmography. I'm Tom, and joining me, as always, I say as always, it's only the second time we've done this, but <laughs> joining me is... Emma, hello, Emma. hello. How, are you? how are we? Uh, yeah, I'm good. How are you feeling? I feel drained. Drained? <laughs> what a way to start. <laughs> from, from watching so many films from in such a so- short space of time. I have to, yeah, it's been a lot, hasn't it? The way we've planned this has meant Tom and I have had to watch quite a lot of films in not a long amount of time. Short amount? It is, it is a lot of Robert Pattinson, isn't yeah. it? I know that you're a big fan. I am, yeah. You know, I'm, a, I'm an admirer of his work. <laughs> um, I mean, I like the guy. <laughs> but yeah, it, ha- it has it's been a lot, hasn't it? Mm. But, you know, we're going to power on through. I mean, you did say to me earlier, off um, off the record, that you're sick of his face. That did come to me at one point. I can't remember which film I was watching, but yeah, I was like, oh, God. You again. You Hello, Robert. Seriously, it's, it's you again. <laughs> you again. You goddamn bastard. You beautiful bastard. You beautiful, flat-faced bastard. I mean, look. He does it like a shark. I've, Have you ever thought about that? A shark? Yeah, he, rem- he gives me shark energy. What energy does a shark give off? Whatever you get from Robert Pattinson, that. Oh, uh, right, okay. I'd say a shark gives me, oh, I just want to want to kill you. <laughs> oh, yeah, you naughty boy. I just want to <laughs> rip a piece right off you. Now, I will say that... You'd look great in a soup. Shark, shark fin soup. soup. No, that's, that's, that's illegal, isn't it? I don't know. Oh, where do they have it? I want to say China? Yeah, Somewhere yes. like that? Because, you know, it's quite... They literally put a shark's fin in a soup. Yep, several, I think, to get oh. the flavour... It can't taste that, that nice, surely. I would rather eat Robert Pattinson's soup, personally. <laughs> I, I'm struggling there. When you say Robert Pattinson's soup... <laughs> what, I realise how what, that's come what, out. <laughs> what are you saying to me That Are you saying a soup made of Robert Pattinson, like, blended up? Or, well, I don't or know. something else? I'll leave, I'll leave it to the <laughs> listener's imagination what, what I mean there. Right, well, however they make shark fin soup, that, but with loads of little Robert Pattinson's. Robert Pattinson's sigh? Is that the plural for Robert, Robert Pattinson's soup? What's a group of Robert Pattinson's called? Oh you know, you know, like a that's a, just hurt my head. A, gr- a group of crows is called a murder. A group of owls is a, called a parliament. A gaggle of Roberts. A gaggle of Roberts. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> a gaggle of Roberts. There you have it. That's the official group name for a, a group of Robert Pattinson. <laughs> is a gaggle. <laughs> so we've watched a gaggle of Robert Pattinson films this week. We have um, too many. Okay. Which one should we start with? Did you want to talk about them in chronological order? Uh, yeah, let's go for that. So, well, I'll, I'll run off what we've watched this week. We've watched The Haunted Airman, 
<laughs> the sword of Zanton. Yeah, the sword of Zanton. There's a little. Um, we'll get onto it, but there's a little, not a cameo. He features quite heavily. But there's a a sword of Zanton alumni. <laughs> Zanton bro, I've got bro. in my notes. Yeah. Then we move swiftly onto the Bad Mother's Handbook. Yep, featuring my favourite childhood actress, Catherine Tate. Childhood actress. Yeah, like when I grew when I was growing up, I loved Catherine Tate. Oh, really? Yeah. Not as much as Robert Pattinson, though. No, oh God, no. I mean, I I am a fan of Catherine Tate. Yeah. In fact, because well, I like her as an actress anyway. But she was in Doctor Who, and I, I've not mentioned this previously on the podcast. But I'm quite a large fan of Doctor Who. A large fan. Yeah. He's a tall boy. A tall boy. Yeah, yeah. I, I like it a little bit, but I'm really big. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've never been described as big in my life, <laughs> apart from height. I'm, I'm just... <laughs> Oh dear. Oh no, I've incriminated myself here. Too much here. information. Oh no. Oh wow. That's taken a turn. <laughs> Moving on. Um, do you know what? You you may not know this, Emma, but there's a fair few Doctor Who links this week with all these films. The only one I know is Catherine Tate. Well, there you go. You didn't know. You wow. didn't know, but remind me on each film and I'll tell you where the Doctor Who link is. <laughs> like some sort of quiz so so you can you can wait with bated breath listener for that little nugget of information on each film oh god uh, yes yeah, so moving on from bad mother's handbook mm-hmm. we have how to be yep the most ungoogleable film of all time it's actually fairly googleable googleable mm. I, I have thought initially that it would be quite hard to google it but no you can find it because it's quite a weirdly named film but well i don't know if my google search has now shifted towards finding robert pattinson i things. think it might be a case of like you searched it a lot that it's bringing it to the top of your yeah, searches now whereas when i first looked it up because i wanted to look up some of the actors i was typing in like how to be film and it was just giving me like how to be a director how to be a film yeah, producer because now it's yeah it suggests to me like how to be 2008 or whenever it came nice. out nice you've cracked it yeah and then finally little ashes yep what a film what a film right so uh, should we crack on yes crack on and start with the haunted airman yep now i, I said <laughs> last week that i was quite excited for this film because it sounds quite quite interesting, quite intriguing. Mm, I do like a spooky film. A spooky film. I... Yeah. Spooky. <laughs> like, it was fairly spooky, f- for me anyway. I, I mean, I hate spiders. Oh, yeah. Oh, and I there's did... so many spiders in this film. I did, I did think that, actually. I thought, yeah, Emma's not going to enjoy this, because there is a lot. Do lack. you like spiders? Mm-hmm. They don't bother you. They don't bother me so much, but... I don't like them creeping over people or coming out of plug holes that they do in this film. Oh, yeah, it's I don't, And I don't really get why they were there. Was he hallucinating them? Well, I read up about... Basically, I went on the Amazon reviews for this film because right. I just wanted people to agree with me that it's awful, which everyone did. And there was a lot of people who'd read the book that it's based on saying that the spiders are sent by some sort of ghost that's coming after him. But that's not apparent in the film. In the film, you just think... He's going a bit mad. Yeah, he's either going mad or he's just being harassed by a gaggle of spiders. Yeah, I've got a review here Okay. of it. The end result is a hopelessly uninvolving piece of work that is unlikely to appeal to even the most ardent Patterson fan. At a short running time, unable to disguise the aggressively underdeveloped nature of its Ooh. pointless premise. Ooh. So that was obviously was uh, angled directly at us. So it, even the biggest Robert Pattinson yeah. fan won't find much joy in this film. I mean, for the first half, I was quite involved. Because should we explain a little bit what it's about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Robert, Robert Pattinson is, I don't know if you got it from the title, but he's an airman, or a pilot, <laughs> I should say. In airman. World War Two. World War Two. Some war. And he's injured or something, so he, he's bound to a wheelchair, and he gets taken to this, like, house retreat where this doctor runs it, and it's for, like, injured or shell-shocked servicemen. Yeah. 
And he just goes a little bit insane, it seems. And he seems to have a bit of a fixation on his hot aunt. Yeah, but she's not actually related to him. Well, do you know what? It's really funny. So he's got this really fit auntie and she drops him off and there's there's a little bit of chemistry there. And um, someone asks him about her. And one of the first things he says is he makes sure to clarify that she's not his aunt by blood. He's like, yeah, not yeah. by blood, by marriage. And I was thinking, but he, he also, he's going to have sex with his he, aunt, isn't he, he? Yeah, he also, uh, in my notes, I think I've got, is he shagging his aunt? I, I was literally <laughs> like, he's going to shag his aunt. I'm telling you right now, he's going to shag his aunt. Um, <laughs> and he, but he also says, because her last name's the same. And he's like, oh, yeah, she's Mrs. whatever his yeah. last name, but not in the biblical sense. That, yeah. So he's like, I haven't shagged her yet, but... But I'm I will. Go- but she's not related to me by blood, so I could if I wanted. <laughs> and I do want to, but I, but I can't at the moment because I'm ill. And But then later on in the film, the doctor also has an affair with her. There's so too much going she's on. She's just putting it about a bit, it seems. She's just having she's, it about. She's, she's a widow, isn't she, as well? So was she having know. an affair before... I'm not going to lie to you, Tom. That film was so boring that I stopped paying attention so after I was 45 quite, minutes. I was involved for a bit, and then I was like... When's it going to start to get spooky? Mm-hmm. Like, when's this going to be explained? Mm-hmm. Doesn't really, but the the doctor is like doing a few dodgy things, isn't he? Like a few of the patients die unexpectedly and they like kill themselves, and it seems that he's like driving them to do it. Yeah, because he keeps lurking around the corner and staring yeah. at them through the and, door. And Robert Pattinson writes a load of letters to his aunt, like asking her to marry him and stuff. And he's like, "Why aren't you replying to me?" Because he doesn't get any replies. And because it was like I thought it was a horror film, I was like, "Oh." She's not real. She doesn't exist. I thought the same thing. Oh, like that doctor, right. I was like, he's a ghost. He's, he's definitely a ghost. To no one, but it never goes in that direction whatsoever. Not it enough ghost. It just turns out that the doctor is uh, intercepting all his mail and stopping him sending the letters like to her. Dobby, the house elf Cause, energy. Because then he, like one of the other servants or someone goes into town and manages to bring a letter back from her. And she's like, why aren't you writing to me? Mm-hmm. And, he's, and the doctor's like, oh yeah, sorry, you weren't talking to me, but you were writing in your letters and talking to her about your problems. So, cause so I was like, reading all your mail. Because he's like haunted by the crimes of his past. Like, he keeps having visions of people that he's bombed or something. So then anyway, they invite her to the, the house, don't they? Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, you can stay here because it'll help him recover. And then she starts having an affair with the doctor. <laughs> and then he like has visions of the doctor telling him to kill himself or something. It's so, so weird. So then he crawls all through the house, finds finds them having sex or something. And then he slits her throat. And that's just the end of the film. Yeah, she just dies. And there's a really uncomfortable kind of sex scene, but not. Oh, well, yeah. Because he has like a dream or something about yeah. having sex with her. And then. I can't remember which one of them is, but one of them grows horns or something <laughs> while they're having sex. And it's not even like visual horror. It's no, just weird, isn't it? It's and then just it's gone like, it... right, okay, that happened. Because a lot of it is like tension building. It's like, okay, this is building to something, this is building to something. And then nothing happens mm-hmm. for an hour. The The only time it got me was he has like a vision and he walks in and there's a coffin. And then he opens the coffin and his aunt is inside. But it, it like plays like a loud noise and goes... Aah! Yeah. And I was like, oh God. I was like, oh, you, oh, you bastard. Yeah. So that got me. But yeah, I didn't really like jump scares. It was just not good at all in any capacity. It was so cheap. <laughs> it just looked See, no. cheap so, and tacky. What I will say is, I've said the first half I was with it. This was the last film that I watched. Obviously, this is the first film we're talking about. This is the last film that I watched of these four that we've watched. It was conversely the first one I watched right. of the four. So, <laughs> the, and I say this with the deepest respect to Robert Pattinson. <laughs> And I want everyone to, listening to know that I appreciate his acting and mm-hmm. I think he's a great actor. Mm-hmm. But having all the films we've watched so far, with the exception of Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, probably, this was the first film that convinced me he could actually act. 
Do you know what? Because it's the first film, the, yeah. the first film out of these that we've watched where he's actually acted normal. If that, yeah. That's a little spoiler for the rest of the films mm-hmm. we're going to talk about. But this the is the only film where he's all... actually acting like a human being. Yeah, the other ones are all like characters in the like rawest sense of the word like they're very specific characters yeah, like yeah. almost caricature goofy yeah, yeah. or just goddamn weird whereas, whereas this, he's, he's yeah. actually having a normal conversation uh-huh. and talking properly and moving like a human being yeah i just felt like his acting and like his general presence was like the best thing about the film because yeah. the film was so bad and, so he's we get into his aunt for a little hot second i mean he got into his aunt. Well, a lot of people did in this film <laughs> So on the on the DVD cover and throughout the film, she looks like I can't for the life of me remember the actress's name. The woman from Love Actually. But she looks like the woman. She's a fairly well known actress in the UK at least. Anyway, mm-hmm. the one in Love Actually that gets with Hugh Grant. Yeah, she looks just like her. I had to Google it because I was thinking they've got to be related. So they're not. So do you want to know an interesting fact about her? And here it is: ding, 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 ding. Doctor Who link oh, number one. Oh, okay. First of all, she is Diana Rigg's daughter. In real life. Cool. Do you know Diana Rigg? No. She's recently died, but she's a fairly famous actress. She was in, um, oh, she was um, in the Avengers, the, like, the, British, the British Avengers. She was in Game of Thrones. Oh, she was in James Bond. I want Cersei to know it was me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Wow. I'm so sorry for saying I don't know who well, she so was. Well, so she's Diana Rigg's daughter, and they were both in an episode of Doctor Who. Which one? It's called The Crimson Horror, oh. which is a Matt Smith episode of Doctor Who. Also, Doctor Who fact number two. It was the hundredth episode of the new of the reboot of Doctor Who, and then fact number three, oh linking God. it back to last week. They just keep coming. Do you know who wrote the episode? Mark Gattis. Yes. No. So linking it back to last week. No. Oh, what a what a small small televisual world it is. Wow, Tom, you are just an absolute gem. bottle of facts. Gem. I'm an absolute gem, aren't I? <laughs> I couldn't think of like a container that has facts in it. I was going to say casket of facts. Trivial Pursuit box. But casket. <laughs> That True. contains facts. Yeah, I mean, it does. It does. I'm not wrong there. No. Dictionary. No. Encyclopedia. Just naming books. Thesaurus. Please stop. Phone book. <laughs> <laughs> You're just a phone book of facts, Tom. Doesn't... W- no. No. I was only thinking casket because I did that um, government what career should you have test. Oh, retrain us. And it, yeah, and it told me I should be a funeral director. Oh, right. So well. <laughs> I'm just thinking about dead people now. Uh, well, and it's fitting for the haunted airmen. It is, it is. Because there's a few dead people in that. There is, yeah. So, yeah, I got excited a few times in it, thinking, that, oh, here's where the ghosts come in, and then there was just no ghosts. No ghosts. And he's not, I guess he's haunted by the by his past. I'm haunted by how shit it was. Should we give it a rating? Oh, God, do we have to? Is it a Robert Pat on the back or a Robert Shat on the back? Shat. Shat right down the back. Shat right down my back. The fucking back <laughs> meat. I don't think there's anything else we can really say on that, is there? No, listener, don't watch it. Listener, beware. Beware. So what did I say was next? The Bad Mother's Handbook? Yeah. So should we crack on with that? We shall. So what's that about? What's it about? Bad Mother's Handbook is about Catherine Tate and her daughter. Catherine Tate is all focused on her own like family history. She wants to know where she's from because she finds out she's adopted and it's this whole thing. While her daughter is getting bowed down in a teenage bedroom, then go then gets pregnant and <laughs> Which Catherine Tate did as well. Yeah, she which got Catherine Tate early. also did. And then her boyfriend's a piece of crap, so he leaves and he doesn't want anything to do with the baby. And then her goofy best friend, Robert Pattinson. Who's randomly just moved to the area. Who randomly just comes to the area, comes and helps her on this journey. And then, I don't know, that's sort the of... Thing, sort they of all it. sort of just like make friends, don't they? Yeah. 
quite a nice film, really. Yeah, I, I did enjoy it, actually. I liked it. Quite Do you know what? It. I actually thought this is the first film I've watched out of all these Robert Pattinson films, like, other than Harry Potter, that I'd actually probably watch again. Yeah, it's sort of feel good, isn't it? It was, yeah. But, um, Robert in it, like I say, is not acting like a human being. <laughs> and also, this film starts a trend of, I think, the next three films where you can't see his face. No, he's got a lot of hair. It reminded me of, of you in school. All over his face. I did have a lot of hair in school. I still have a fair bit of hair. Yeah. But not as much as I did in school. No. But it, it's just all over his face. Mm-hmm. You can't... He's wearing glasses. He's really awkward. And he's just like hunched over like a little gremlin. Well, there's, <laughs> there's a bit where... That really made me laugh. Because it's a fairly funny funny film. Yeah. Well. Oh my God. Are you going to say the bit... <laughs> what are you going to say? Well, you go first. He, he like meets up with, with the, the girl and her two friends. <laughs> And they like have a bit of banter and they're like, all right, four eyes or something. He goes, all right, right, slut. slut. (laughs) I knew, I knew you'd find that funny because I creased. I absolutely creased. Because it's just, (laughs) it's not appropriate at all. And he doesn't say it in like a nasty way. He like says it as if he really likes her. Hello, slut. And then he smiles. I've never called anyone a slut in my life, let alone She's like, um, what does she say? She's like, all right. Like, she calls him like a goofball or something. Yeah, yeah, All right, goofball. And he goes, all right, slut. (laughs) Total overkill there, Robert. I was like, Robert, you naughty boy. (laughs) Don't say that. He tries to, like, get with the main girl, doesn't she? But she wants none of it. Who's Holiday Granger? What the hell? Oh, yeah. Holiday Granger. We should mention that she's in this. Yeah, she's Um, she's really good. She's really Um, good. I can't remember the, the actress who plays the nan either. Diana Rigg? No, it's not Diana Rigg. <laughs> but um, she was also in Doctor Who. <laughs> I, Tom, I tell you this they... is not the Doctor Who podcast. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'll save it. I'll you told me off last week for mentioning Christopher Eccleston. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I know. Well, that, that, that sort of opened the door for me. So is that I mean? the link as well as Catherine Tate? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm starting to think that everyone's been in Doctor Who. There's another There's another link to last week as well. Oh, God. You, you, so Catherine Tate, she gets a new boyfriend in this film. Mm-hmm. Do you know who that actor is? No, but I do recognise him. It's Steve Pemberton of Inside Number Nine fame. Oh my god! So we need more actors. So we need yeah, if, more if anything, actors. I think this is highlighting the need for the BBC diversify um, people and just the film industry in general to use new actors. Diversify. Um, this isn't the MCU, okay? But if, you know, there's a problem when I can link every film that we're watching back to Doctor Who. It's like the um, Seven Degrees of Charlie Sheen or whatever it was. He's Charlie Sheen. <laughs> was that not it? Kevin Bacon. Oh yeah. Why did I think Charlie Sheen went on all fucking snorking coke and got the, the hearts of tigers or whatever he said? Oh yeah, I forgot. Why did I think it it's was Charlie? Someone slightly less problematic than Charlie Sheen, Kevin Bacon. I think you could do Seven Degrees of Charlie Sheen. If if you go on Google, you can type in any actor and then put Bacon number next to it, and it'll tell you how many degrees of separation there are between them and Charlie. Uh, I was going to say it then. It uh, is Charlie Sheen. Kevin Bacon. Wow. Okay, yeah. I'm not going to do that, but yeah. that's cool. Look, some of us don't have a lot going on in their lives. <laughs> None of us do. We're in a pandemic time. Well, that, that is true. So, yeah, if anyone's bored during lockdown, lockdown 2.0, that's probably on its way. Yeah. You know, just, just pick, do a cheeky pick, Google. Pick, pick your favourite actor um, and uh, find out their bacon number. <laughs> Let us know. Answers on a postcard. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's quite a heartwarming film. Also quite, I think I teared up during this film, actually. It just got It got me, you know. I did. Because Catherine Tate goes and tries to find her birth mom after she finds out she's adopted and it's mm. this big life-changing moment and she hates her mom for never telling her and all this. Then she finds out that like her original parents, her birth parents, I should say, are neglectful, I guess. And her adopted she had, she mom. Had, she had a sister that was neglected and died mm-hmm. and she goes and meets her birth mom. And she's her, a fucking and her mom's a bitch. bitch. 
An absolute beach. And she's like basically saying, I'm not sorry that I killed the kid, basically. Yeah, it's so it's fucked ho- up. It's horrible. I was just like, eh. So that's quite heart-wrenching. And then as that happens, Holiday Granger goes into labour and Catherine takes like the other end of the country while that's happening. And she's like treated her like shit for the entire time, length of her pregnancy. Because she's like, oh, you've thrown your life away and all this. Yeah. But it's okay because she had all, Rob. But then they all get together in the end and they're all happy. And uh, It's very sweet and they have a party. Yeah, but then the nan has a stroke. <laughs> I chose to ignore that bit. Sorry, sorry to shit on the <laughs> piss on your chips there. It was all happy except the nan had a stroke. Nan had a stroke. Oh, poor nan. Uh, but she she lives. She's fine. She'll mm-hmm. get it to the end. Yeah, it's just just a nice heartwarming film. It's not really. It is nice, yeah. It's not really anything f- offensive about it, apart from yeah. Robert Pattinson's dress sense in it. Oh my god, he wears like that rainbow jumper. Looks like an He's art got a, teacher. A massive, lo- massively long scarf <laughs> that's got like bubbles on the ends. That's what offended me. <laughs> bubbles. Bubbles. <laughs> yeah, it's, I'd recommend watching it. Yeah. Uh, if you just want a nice little. It's a nice Sunday morning. Heartwarming time. Heartwarming Sunday morning. Bit of Catherine Tate doing a northern accent. Yeah, she's great. Yeah, it's just. It's, she'll give it a. I'll give it a pat on the back. I give it a pat on the back. Pat on the back from me. We need to come up with some more fun ones. The bad mother's or the good mother's handbook. The good mother's handbook or the bad mother's <laughs> it handbook. It gets a good well, mother's, gets handbook, good mother's from handbook from me. There is maybe some bad parenting going on it. Oh, so it? much. But yeah, it all comes right in the end, doesn't it? It does, yeah, uh, except the nan has a stroke. Yeah, but she lives. She li- And she doesn't seem that affected by it. She was pretty doddery beforehand, wasn't she? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, pretty... Also, a bit that made me cry is when they're like arguing and the daughter's having to go at her mom saying like, no wonder nan hates you. And nan's pretending not to listen, but she's actually crying in the chair. Oh, yeah. I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Ugh. oh. Yeah, it's very oh, sad. Bless her. Oh, but bless. also heartwarming. It isn't just sad. It is, it is also heartwarming. It is, yeah. Ups and downs, but it's good. So that gets a pat on the back. Yeah, pat on the back, good mother's handbook, very well done. Well well done, Rob. Well good, done, Good Rob. work there. Right, let's move on then to how to be. Now, I I don't know if you can hear from the hesitation in our voices. I don't really know how to describe this film. <laughs> it is a film about a neglected and yet somehow still overprivileged boy in his early 20s. Yeah. Who is like a beat poet. And he fucking sucks. And all his friends are twats. And he just wants to figure out his life because he just doesn't know who he is. <laughs> and he needs to go on a gap year. Uh, so but... he gets a life coach from Canada who really strange. is some old man to come to the UK and like teach him how to be happy again. But it mainly turns out that it's all bullshit. Right? Yeah, I was convinced for the whole film that the guy from Canada was a ghost. <laughs> No, other people interact with him. But it's it's an independent film. Yeah, do you know what? I'm just going to say off the bat, I didn't hate it. Didn't I didn't hate it, I guess. But I found it quite funny, actually. There was bit, there the was the best friend laugh. really made me laugh. Oh, the really awkward one. He's such a twat. Yeah. Oh, which, which one? The best friend who's like, um, <laughs> there's a scene where they decide to get in a band together and he's he's playing and he's like, come on, keep up. Do you not know how to play an E on the oh, guitar? Oh, and he's like guy, shouting yeah, yeah. at him. He's I so you, funny. I thought you meant the one that's like, oh, I'll get you a girlfriend. I'll get you a girlfriend. Oh no, he's a knob. Yeah, yeah. So he, he's got these two friends and it, it's an independent film. So it's got slightly less of a budget, but it's just really weird to me. Because there was times where I couldn't quite hear what was going on because the sound, it was like they didn't have an actual sound guy or whatever. It was like really yeah. far in the distance. Yeah. And also a lot of it feel, felt very improvised. Yeah. I don't know if you've yeah. got that. Really awkward. 
And then sometimes it felt like they weren't acting. Like they were just saying lines. Yeah, it did. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It did feel a bit just like watching a college level drama on stage. Yeah, ha- having said that, it, what film festival was it at? I've got it done. I've got it in my notes somewhere. I did really enjoy just like the commentary of being in your early 20s and not knowing what the fuck's going on. Yeah. But yeah. I just, I have no joy in watching. His, his parents are dicks in it as well, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, they're horrible. Because he keeps like saying, Why did you give me a shit childhood? And they're like, Stop making us feel bad. Yeah. And then eventually they're like, Oh, yeah, we did give you a shit childhood. Sorry. Can we make up? And by that point, he's like, Moved on. He finally starts his band, doesn't he? And he, he gets a happy ending. But yeah, it's really strange, the film. This is it. Yeah. It opened the 2008 Strasbourg International Film Festival. And uh, our big boy, Robert Pattinson. Big man Rob. Big boy Rob. <laughs> big boy Robbie. He won Best Actor in a Feature for oh. this role. So he won an award for it. Fair enough. I don't know if that's because he was the best actor in it. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't much competition, was it? No, no. But it, yeah, it's just a very strange film. He has a very like toxic relationship with his parents who he ends up having to live with because his girlfriend splits up with him. And at one point he just crawls into bed with them. And <laughs> just if you search the film, in bed. That, that is like one of the images that comes up. I think one of the posters is him in bed with his parents. Yeah, and he's like, we just don't get to do stuff like this very often, you know? And they're just there <laughs> like, get the fuck and he out asks of bed. Them, he asks them to go for a walk with him so they can all bond and they go and see their gran- his grandmother's grave or something. It's just very, very strange, very <laughs> odd. so weird. But again, he's got long, very long hair and it's all over his face in this. I've got a quote here from the director because they had to alter his looks what, to, make him, less, to make him less beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently the director said you're banned from cutting your hair between now and the shoot and they had to give him the most awkward haircut they possibly could and they also cut his trouser length too long to make him like look more dishevelled and geeky so one, that he didn't look beautiful. One question there. How do you cut something too long? <laughs> so <laughs> they mean the cut of the trouser, I think. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't buy some jeans and then take some scissors to it and add a bit. That's not what he's saying there. <laughs> I was just like, you know, you how get, does that you know you get like boot cut jeans oh yeah <laughs> i was just trying to imagine some magic scissors that add material onto things i'm not a fucking tailor tom also tailor tom also um he's saying here as well that they had to because i didn't know that robert pattinson could play guitar or sing did you not i don't know okay pause there real quick tom okay robert pattinson okay is on the twilight soundtrack which you will find out next week is he beautiful voice twilight beautiful yeah wow as early as that it is chef's kiss that was a chef's kiss by the way you obviously couldn't see what I was doing. <laughs> just you just the... hear me kissing. <laughs> yeah, wow. I can't believe that you didn't grow up listening to his like hip, hippy-dippy music. Oh, yeah, I know. Crazy, right? Mad. I, I I can't believe that happened either. That You know, I didn't spend hours listening to Robert Pattinson. You didn't lie awake in your bed at night with the headphones on. Imagine he was singing to you. I mean, honestly, wasted childhood I had. Pathetic. What, what was I thinking? What was, I, were, what was I doing with my time? You were cutting things longer. Watching Doctor Who. <laughs> Watching Doctor Who. So yeah, he they also had to get him to downplay his musical ability because apparently he'd come up and start playing guitar or or harmonica as he does in this film and he was too good so they were like, can you play shitter please? Do you know what? I was thinking when he's performing on the stage, <laughs> I know the Rob I know can sing way better than this. The Rob you know personally. <laughs> the Rob I know. You know him so well that you can call him Rob. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you know what, Tom? Robert Pattinson is a bit of a mouthful when you're talking about oh, him all day. <laughs> Stop it, because if he ever listens to this, he's going to think I'm a pest. If he ever listens to this, imagine. <laughs> imagine. You just uh, can't risk it, Tom. Risk it for a chocolate biscuit. You can't risk it for a, for a chocolate biscuit. If you were dicky. to meet Robert Pattinson, mm-hmm. how would you act? What would you say to him? 
Would you call him Mr. Pattinson? Hello, sir. <laughs> Hello, sir. Would you curtsy? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I would say, hold on tight, spider monkey. What's that a quote from? Oh, Tom, you've got so much have to I, learn. Have I, reveal, have got, I, have I you, played my hand too soon now? You've got so much to is learn. That, is that a Twilight quote, is it? It is. Oh, dear. Oh, it is. Oh, dear. Yeah, so, uh, spoiler alert, guys, I've never seen Twilight. Yeah. So, well, I saw, I've saw i seen the first one, I think they showed it us at school once, but I don't remember it. I've not seen any of the others. It's, so It's going to be a hold, treat hold for you. Hold on to your seats when uh, we treat. get to Twilight next week. Yeah, so, just a little fact for this. So, we've talked about the cast and how sometimes it seems like they're not acting. Yeah. One of my facts is, casting for this film took over a year. What? That's how long they deliberated about the cast. I was under the impression that they just picked whoever they found on the street to play most of the characters. Well, so, so that's what I thought. One of the people who was up for the role of Robert Pattinson's character was Simon Amstel. I don't know if you know him. Is that from in between? No, no, he's... No, that's Simon <laughs> Did you hear Bird. the hesitation in my voice? That's Simon, Simon Bird. And Simon, Simon Amstel, Amstel used to present Nevermind the Buzzcocks. Never seen it, dude. He's, oh, he's You're very... such a, like, British TV I know all about it. I know, all, I know all the ins and outs oh, of the British TV Nevermind the Buzzcocks, Doctor mm. Who. But Simon Amstel is quite funny, and he would suit this character well. Okay. But obviously we're, we're glad that Big Boy Rob... That's what I'm going to call him exclusively from now on, Big Boy Rob. <laughs> is that what you'd say when you met him? Yeah, all right, right Big, big boy. boy Rob? No, i just say Big Boy. Right, also, big boy. for anyone who's interested, boy is spelled B-O-I. Boy? Boy. Maybe boy. maybe two eyes. If, boy? If, if he's a big boy, then he's got two eyes. I mean, obviously Robert Pattinson's got two eyes, but I digress. He's just a cyclops. <laughs> and then also, this was on the uh, this was on the IMDb trivia. I feel like this must have been added recently. Oh, God. So his character in this is called Arthur. Oh, but they call him Art. Yeah, Art. But you see briefly when he's filling out some form or something that he goes to spell his last name and it begins with an F. Oh, oh. So his name's Arthur F, right? I read this, I so think. both Robert Pattinson mm-hmm. and Joaquin Phoenix, Batman and the Joker respectively, mm. have played characters called Arthur F. Wow. Wow. Someone has been waiting. That is the most to, tenuous to make that, fact. To make that connection. Do you know what I mean? That is the They've most been sat there waiting fact. and waiting. Yeah. Someone is like a mega fan of this film. And then they've gone and seen uh, Joker. Was Robert Pattinson announced as Batman Batman when that came out? It feels like he got announced about fucking eight years ago. Oh, we're going to have to wait ten years for the film to come out. I know. So. Don't, Tom. <laughs> Just don't. <laughs> when we watch it in 2030, God. it finally comes out. So yeah, they, and he's gone, oh, do you know what? Robert Pattinson also played someone called Arthur F. Oh my Isn't god, my time to shine. I'm going to go and update I mean, IMDb. I mean, it's crazy enough that I've written it down and gone, well, that is quite interesting. But <laughs> I read it and went, well, that's a stupid fact. <laughs> completely ignored it. <laughs> it's the kind it. of thing that I love, clearly. <laughs> Maybe it was me. Oh god. Oh no, I'm losing Who my am mind. I? So, how to be? Yep. Is it a, a Robert Pat on the back? A Robert Shat on the back for you? Or something else? Do you know what, Tom? I'm going to give it a pat on the back. Yeah. I might have to diverge from you here. Really? And give it a shat on the back. Really? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think I was expecting it to be so terrible and it wasn't actually that bad. Which is interesting because it's actually, yeah, it's sort of fairly well received on like yeah. Rotten Tomatoes, IMDb and I think that. I liked just like how real it was. It was just so real, you know? So visceral. Just so visceral. Oh, you know, just... It was just, just so relatable. So I think my problem was I went into it thinking... Because I too am a starving artist. Oh, right. Okay, well, yeah. there you go then. So I get it, you know? Yeah, you just... And my poetry's shit as well. You just understand him, do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I think my problem was I thought it was going to be like a rom com type job. Did you? Yeah, I don't know why. Because when he started... I think because when it started with him in the bed with the girl, 
Do you know what I mean? And oh, they, yeah. they'd broken up, and I was like, oh, it's going to be him getting back together with the girl. And then mm. it just seemed fairly aimless. I think that my personal tip for enjoying films that look shit is to just have no expectations. Go in with no expectations. Zero expectations. My expectations were on the floor. Okay. So, you know. I think it was just, I mean, I like weird stuff, mm. but it just felt really weird and I just couldn't get a handle on mm. what the characters were doing. Like, mm. There's that bit where the other best friend, not the one that you like, the one that's like, I'm going to get you a girlfriend, yeah. is a bit of a dick to girls. Yeah. Oh, there's, there's a bit that made me laugh. I'll come back to that. He is skateboarding and then yeah. he falls over and he just sits oh, there on the like, ground and goes, my elbow. <laughs> yeah, he's like he crying. Cries. It was really strange. I think that's just trying to show that he's like, he talks the talk and he walks the walk, but he's actually the, just a, a little twat. The bit that made me laugh was he brings around these two girls to Robert Pattinson. He's like doing this, this, <gasps> oh my this, God. this, this, this <laughs> chatting up remembered. girls thing. And then he goes to Robert Pattinson, say something, say something. And he's like going, oh yeah, girls, you're really hot, you're really hot. And then Robert Pattinson goes, I have an erection. <laughs> so you t- should have seen my face. Two, two for two. I on, was like, um, holy great, crap! Great lines from Robert Pattinson for Bad Mother's Handbook, and um, yeah, we should, we should write down a list of great quotes. We should. I'll start right now. Let me get my phone. So we've got hello slut. <laughs> start strong. Yes, yeah, start strong. Start as you mean to go on, Robert. <laughs> hello slut. I've got and an erection. I've got an erection. Yeah. Is there anyone from last week that we didn't really have many lines? Did he? No. I mean, Vanity Fair, it wasn't even in it, as we've spoken about. It can just be a hyphen, just... Goblet dot, of fire. Dot, 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 dot mm, it doesn't really say anything funny more in that. things under the water. Probably. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. hold it under the water and mull things, things over. over. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I'm like, oh, Cedric. Oh, Cedric. <laughs> you dirty boy. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, it's a shout on the back for me. And then I think this is going to be the one that I've got the most to say about. We'll move on to the finale. The finale. Little, Little Ashes. ashes. My, my, my. Well, well, well. Three holes in the ground. Good joke. So sorry. I hate me for that. Um, So, Little Ashes, what's that about? Salvador Dali's relationship in uni? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Salvador Dali's alleged, we should say, alleged homosexual relationship. Yeah, because he had a wife, not in the film, but Salvador Dali's... Well, she's in the film. Is she in the film? Oh, yeah, yeah, with short hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But they weren't married in the film. Yeah. They were. So, this is my wife. Oh. She's my wife. She's my wife. <laughs> so it's Salvador Dali. I know. I don't know masses about him, but he's a surrealist painter, isn't he? Yeah, with a twiddly moustache. If, if anyone's still not sure who he is, it's the one with the mountain clocks. Yeah. That's that's him. It's more focused on the other guy's life, who's, for the life of me, I can't remember his name. He's a poet. And he's he writes a poet and he knows it. Poems. <laughs> yeah. Um, quite a famous poet, I think, but... Looking into the history of it, it was alleged for years and years and years that they had a homosexual relationship, and it yeah. wasn't towards the end of Salvador Dali's life that he sort of admitted that maybe something happened. Mm-hmm. And this film runs with that and goes, yeah, it did happen. Yeah. But Salvador Dali, quite a weird guy. Oh, so weird. I mean, I knew he was weird anyway, just from like all the pictures of him, he just looks absolutely crazy, but and Robert that, Pattinson and really that's, leans that's into our, it. That's our boy Rob's job for yeah. this. So, and the, the film itself is quite weird. It's... I'm sort of like, I don't know where to begin, because there's lots that I want to talk about. It it starts off feeling like a bit of a coming-of-age drama, and it just yeah. turns into the most, like, bizarre So the, So film. let's start at the beginning try and, and try and unpack this. Yeah. So Robert Pattinson shows up to art school with the worst wig known to man, worse <laughs> even than his Sword of Xanten wig. I was going to say, it's awful. And, like, he also holds himself very similarly to how he did in the Bad Mother's Handbook. He's just, yeah, like, yeah, over, but he's, shy. He's, he's picking from his, dare I say, bad acting handbook. Oh! oh no, he's, oh. Not, he's not bad acting. No. But what I would say is his 
weird acting in this because I've got in my notes like, oh, this is the Robert Pattinson masterclass in weird acting. Yeah. His weird acting doesn't match up with the weirdness of Salvador Dali. How so? Do, do you know, know what I mean? Like, I felt there was bits where he was trying to be quirky and mm. weird, but he wasn't acting quirky and weird. He was just acting like deranged, if that makes sense. He was just acting like a complete yeah, yeah. nutter. So he goes to he goes to art school and he meets Federico Garcia Lorca. So we'll call him Federico for for ease. Federico. Yeah. Federico, yeah, the pretty poet. They like sort. They all make mates, and it's you know it's the dawn of the new artist revolution or whatever. And there's also the war is in imminent, isn't it? It's like sort of yeah. Brewing. And they're all sort of a bit revolutionary and stuff. And yeah. they grow closer and closer. And one of their other friends, who's a filmmaker, he's quite homophobic. Mm-hmm. And that's like heavily highlighted to begin with. Yeah. But they grow closer and closer. And there's obviously like an attraction between them. And they they kiss. Mm-hmm. But then Dali's like, no, 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 no. And then they kiss again. And then they get interrupted. And then the third time, they like start to have sex. Yeah. And then he's like, no, this is too much for and me. And Rob just freaks out. He's yeah, like, and he, run, no, no, he no. runs away, and then he I goes. Can't to, do this. He goes to Paris, and he completely changes. Mm-hmm. Um, he like it's almost like a different character. And also throughout this, there's a progression of like Robert Pattinson wigness. So like he starts off, he starts off with this like wigging hell. I don't know. He just looks like he's got a black mop on his head. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, and it's in his face, and then he gets rid of that, and he's got he just looks like Robert Pattinson, but yeah. he's got black hair. He looked. Can I just say he looked absolutely fantastic so, well, when he cut his hair. Also, go, going back briefly, dipping into the haunted airman because it was the last one. I think it was the one where he actually looked like Robert Pattinson to me. Yeah, which is why I maybe liked it a little bit more. Because mm-hmm. you're just in it for the Rob, just for, for the big Rob. For, I'm just in it for the big Rob. For the big boy. What, what can I say? <laughs> so yeah, and then he goes to Paris, and then he's like, "Oh, I'm super straight now. I've got, I've got a wife." But he's been really weird. Don't touch me yet. I've got a and wife now. Also, also throughout it all, this woman who's like a best friend of Federico has been trying to get with Federico, and he's just been like, "No, no, downplaying it or whatever." Yeah. And he, Dali goes and visits him, and then oh god, there's a really weird scene where oh, they're god. having like an argument, and they do they start to kiss? Yeah, and then and then she is this like when his no- wife comes she in? knocks on the door. Oh, Tom, I had to look away. And so she knocks on the door and it's, I think it's the first time they have sex. And she starts kissing him and Robert Pattinson's like curled up in the corner. I don't like it. And she starts kissing him and she's like, oh yeah, finally we're going to have sex. And then, oh, I'm sorry if this gets, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry if this gets a bit graphic, listener, but I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to go there. So she then notices that Darlie, Robert Pattinson is in the corner. Yeah, and, just watching them like and a she, little bat. And she's like, what the f- What's going? And then she's like, "Oh no, no, actually, let's go with it." So then they start having sex, and then it is the most graphic sex scene that I've ever seen in a film. It's actually horrific, isn't it? So I've got in my notes, I have seen this woman's asshole <laughs> because it is full frontal. She mounts him, and I saw her soul. <laughs> you saw her hole. I saw. I saw. And some, her soul. I saw a summit. If I could. <laughs> If I could have taken a photo of my face, <laughs> oh my god, it is brutal. <laughs> I can't believe you wrote that down. I'll show. Do you want me? To, I have seen this woman's. Do you want to see my notes? I'll show you my notes. Yeah, go on, show me. Third one from the bottom, <laughs> under the little ashes. I- <laughs> <laughs> you doubted me. It just, it just says I've seen her asshole. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, <laughs> and I felt violated so have by I. it. And then. She's suddenly she's not into it because she sees yeah. she sees Robert in the corner. Yeah, she's not into having it. a little a little tug. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a nice way to say that. 
She looks over and sees him. So then she's not into it, but Federico is still into it. But he's like staring Robert out, and he's like, "It's just really uncomfortable and just horrible." And I feel like there's lots of consent. And then, oh my god, as he completes, <laughs> I can't believe you've just expected me to move on after you said a little tug. <laughs> what do you want me to say? I don't know. Tommy Tank. Dun 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 dun. <laughs> Oh, God. (laughs) What would you call it? I don't know. Should we move on? (laughs) So, anyway, as Federico finishes, (laughs) so does Robert. Now... It is horrendous. I felt Do you want me to make this a lot worse for you? Yes. This scene? Oh, my God, I'm crying. I'm actually crying. So, in this scene, Robert Pattinson is sat in the corner doing whatever we've just described to himself. (laughs) He has admitted in an interview since... Stop it. He found it impossible to fake orgasm. So therefore, in that scene, he is really doing that to himself. (laughs) I just let that sink in for a second. So, listener, (laughs) if you've ever wanted to know what it looks like, it's in the film Little Ashes. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I'm going to have to speak for a little bit because I think Emma's just absolutely finished. She got... For want of a better phrase. For want of a better phrase in the current situation. I cannot. I'm so glad I didn't know that before because... Well, when I found the fact, I was like, I really hope Emma's not found this because this is going to be golden if I I get to tell you live on air. Oh my God. My... Oh my God. Robert, what the hell? There's also um, earlier in the film a scene where Robert strips naked. He's got the shit wig on. I think he does a little tuck between his legs. He does, And he pretends to be a lady. Yeah, I sent um, you the video of that. Yeah, you sent that. me the yeah. gif of that, yeah. That um, was also on our Instagram story, people, so... There's also, there's also a gif I want to find where he's Starly with, like, the full moustache. How to describe the moustache? looks like the Go Compare man. Go Compare! Is that who that's based on, do you reckon? I thought that was, like, Pavarotti or something, because he's an opera singer, isn't he? Oh, yeah. But he's doing, like, a really weird dance. Yeah, and he's, like, talking to himself, yeah, yeah, but it's very strange. Around. Um, so, yeah, that happens... Uh, what else? I'm honestly in shock from that whole conversation. I don't know how we can move past this now. We entered this room. I entered this room not knowing that I'd actually seen Robert Pattinson pleasuring himself. And I just don't feel like I can carry on with my day. Do you feel a bit day. dirty now? I do. I feel a little bit like, I don't know. I'm not a fan of knowing that. So yeah, anyway, in the end, they go their separate ways <laughs> after that. and then it's They had a- no choice, did then they? Then Darley like, turns into like a bit of a fascist. Yeah, um, a shame, really. Yeah. Because to begin with, he was like very radical and uh, radical liberal. Yeah. Um. But he he's like saying that he was all about the art. He's he's there saying yeah he's all about the money in the end and mm. he says that it should all be about um, the shame. Oh, there's a bit as well. I think it's after the the scene that we've just discussed. He runs out and shaves his head. Oh my god! And then paints that... himself blue, basically, or something. That was the point where I texted you asking if you'd seen it yet. Right. Because right. I was like, I have to mention this, but no, no, no yeah. He, so he, he shaves his head. Well, I assume Robert Pattinson didn't shave his head. So this is like another wig or prosthetic for Robert's head. Prosthetic. Where he's got a bald cap on, but he's yeah. bald. He's painting a paint and he pretty much rubs himself in paint. Yeah. And he, does then it, he just does it at the end hysterically as well. laughs. Yeah. And then like has a fit on the floor or something. It's very strange. And then they don't, they don't really reconcile. But the other guy comes out, I think. Yeah. And Federico comes out and he lives a happy life because... The the woman that who is is in love with him, she sort of realizes that he's he must be gay, mm-hmm. and she says to him, you know, you you need to do this for yourself. Like it's a quite a nice moment, it a nicer moment sweet, from yeah. the film. Yeah, I think 
Yeah, I liked that aspect of the film. I thought the film was a bit... It was just a bit slow in general, and like, I don't think the like, pretty Parisian and Spanish scenery it, could really save it. Was, it. Um, there's a few reviews that I've read like that. It did win a Glad Media Award, though. Oh, did it? Um, for like being a good gay movie. So, yeah, that's what I was going to say. That scene there said to me, because like, I've watched a few films, and they're always about gay men, where they have a female partner, and the female partner has to say to them, you need to go and like make yourself happy you can't but i've not often seen it the other way around yeah you know what i mean and i was just wondering why that is why is there not more films about gay women having to hide their sexuality yeah and then i don't know you know what i mean interesting it's always about it's always about popular men isn't it it's almost as though women are just the helpers um just helping men but that's that's what i'm saying is I think that it should there should be more of the other way around the films i'm thinking of are bohemian rhapsody yeah um not so to a lesser extent the Alton John one, Rocket Man. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's as prevalent in that. I want to say Love Simon's a little bit like that. Oh, I but it's seen not that. as bad. It's a great film, but it does always feel like there's always a girl on the scene who has to sort of. But help. is is that because like women are generally more accepting of the sexuality, or yeah, we're just great all round. We're just <laughs> or, caregivers. Or like, Tom. is it more generally accepted? Do you think? I'm getting a bit deep here, but yeah. they ju- that just came to me. Yeah, it's a good point. You know, it's a really good point. Maybe that's just a less common dynamic. Yeah, because how many straight men do you know that have got like gay girlfriends? Well, but I don't know. I don't know that many women that have gay boyfriends. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's a good I just, point. I just think it's a good I was point. just thinking it's, it's strange that there's not more point. like celebrated. Yeah, it's a trope at this point in films. Yeah, yeah, which is a bit weird, isn't it? But I did like it. No, no, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Not not the film as a whole, but that aspect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then for, for... It, it was a very like love who you are. And like Salvador Dali, who turned into a fascist, who hated himself, you just thought, you're a bit of a knob. You're a knob, And then yeah. the guy who, who embraced himself, you thought, you're really sweet, so... Yeah, yeah, I really liked Federico, but yeah. then unfortunately, because he's so outspoken and he's a great poet and he's getting to the people, yeah. the fascists kidnap him and murder him. This is like, um, the nan had a stroke. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> sorry to bring it down, but that's the end of the film, is that, yeah... It is sad. That he gets killed, and then Salvador Dali covers himself in black paint and has a freak out about it. But it's like, we well, didn't really learn from it, did you? No, you just used it as another excuse to have a weird artistic meltdown. Yeah. But it, it's still up for debate whether they did actually have, like, this love affair or not. Yeah. Shall I read you what Dali said on the subject? Oh, yeah, please do. He was homosexual, as everyone knows, and madly in love with me. He tried to screw me twice. I was extremely annoyed because I wasn't homosexual and I wasn't interested in giving in. Besides, it hurts. So nothing came of it. What the hell? I believe he's talking about anal sex there. Yeah. But I felt awfully flattered vis-a-vis the prestige. Deep down, I felt that he was a great poet. And then this is the bit that gets me. I feel like Dali was very full of himself because in this film... Sounds like a right prick. In this film, he like goes to the art board, doesn't he? And he says that, oh, all you people know nothing about art. All of your combined talent is about nothing how much I've got in my fingernail yeah. or something. Yeah. He says, I did owe him a tiny bit of divine Dali's asshole. <laughs> These are the words of the man himself. <laughs> I'm gonna. Shall I just move on from that? I just. I'll, I'll let that sit with everyone at home. I just can't get my head around how that even makes sense. So he felt because he was a good poet, and he he made him feel things that are oh, all right. I'm not gay, but I'll give him a little bit anyway. I give him I'll, a bit I'll of throw my him, I'll throw him a bone. Throw him <sighs> a throw him a hole. Yeah. So clearly something did happen between them. Wow. But he's trying to downplay it, I still feel. Sounds like a rat knob. Yeah. So li- Little Ashes. Pat I'm lost on, for words. Pat, pat on the back. Chat on the back. 
It's, it's a weird one, isn't it? I don't. I really don't know. Mm. I think it's possibly more of a chat on the back. Yeah, I think it scarred me certainly. It had potential. It didn't quite meet it. Yeah, uh, it's a shout on the back for me. Not a big shout, just like a, a plop. I mean, you got to give it to him. He did do some good weird acting, and he did actually masturbate. On I camera. mean, he gave it for his art. He gave it it's his just, all. I mean, fair enough. Do it if you've got to do. It, do what you got to do, Rob. But don't tell someone. Don't tell he anyone. He doesn't give a shit, though, does he? That's I suppose. Why I, love him. I suppose. But it just makes it a little bit strange, doesn't I'm it? I'm never ever watching it again. That's for sure. You're not even out of curiosity. Maybe I'll just go back to that bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just to check. Like, is this authentic? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, and that's the moment. <laughs> oh, okay. I see. <laughs> and there we go. Okay. Um. Yeah. Wow. So excellent. There we have it. So now we've got to move on to the official Robert Pattinson ranking. Robert Pattinson ranking. The O R. P R O R P R O R O R P R official yeah so <laughs> shall I, shall I break down where it stands at the moment yeah so it's currently top of the list Goblet of Fire mm-hmm. second in the list Vanity Fair bottom of the list Sword of Xanten mm-hmm. so we've got four films to put into it wow okay what are you thinking let's start with Haunted Airmen that can go straight to the bottom worse than the Sword of Xanten worse than Sword of Xanten um because although it was shorter it felt longer um. <laughs> <laughs> this, this podcast is littered i think it's just terrible more innuendos than the bacon yeah wow um and i also just feel like there was no dragons in it so is it is a dragon a must for you it's not a no, must I don't, I don't it's not a, a must. lot of these films but it didn't does have happen. dragons in yeah but two of them do true and that's worth noting okay okay so that's going bottom in my opinion yeah i'll, I'll go with you on it yeah. We'll, we'll we'll negotiate uh-huh. and yeah. come to a consensus. Like a game of Monopoly? The Bad Mother's Handbook. Um, oh, I really do enjoy that film. I, I would say that's got to go in number two at the moment. I was, yeah, put it above Vanity Fair. Yeah, it's better than sure. Vanity Fair. For I, sure. I, I would watch it again. Yeah. So I wouldn't yeah. watch Vanity Fair again. Oh, hell no. Okay, so that's an easy sort. What was next? How to be? How to be. I enjoyed more than Sword of Xanten. Okay. But I think it's worse than Vanity Fair. Okay, I'm happy with that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And then... Objectively worse. I just want to say I prefer it to Vanity Fair. Okay. But I know it's not better than Vanity Fair. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And Little Ashes. That needs its whole other list. Like, that doesn't belong on this it's... list. I don't really know where it would go. It's better better than Sword of Xanton? Better than Sword of Xanton. It's got the comedy value of, you can tell people that Robert Pattinson's wanking in it. <laughs> Maybe it's a story that people need to hear. I don't know. Yeah. But better than How to Be, worse than How to Be. Better. Better than how to be. Yeah. So it's one above how to be. Yeah. What was above that? We should have really written these yeah, down. Yeah, we should write these down. Yeah. Um so it goes. Goblet of Fire, Bad Mother's Handbook, Vanity Fair. Is is Little Ashes better than Vanity Fair? Yes. Okay, so Little Ashes is third on the list then. Yeah. Oh my god. Wow. Isn't it crazy how when you put them all together, yeah, the one cre- you thought was it, actually not that good. It creeps up there, up. it creeps up there. It does. That started to feel a bit like a game of this is what I got from the supermarket. <laughs> Because I couldn't remember. You couldn't remember the films. No. Well, I'll make I'll make an official list for next time. I went to the shop and I got Sword of Xanten <laughs> and Vanity Fair. You played that one where you have to work out what the secret rule is. No. So it's like I think it's an acting game. But I would say if I said to you, I went to the shop and I took a teapot, mm-hmm. and then you'd say, what would you what would you take to the shop? What take there or take from the shop? Oh, I've done the game wrong. Bought from the shop. Oh, okay. I went to the shop and I bought a teapot and a bag for life. Yeah, you can't buy a bag for life. Ah. But if I went to the shop, I'd buy a teapot and I would buy some Tipex. What the hell? 
What would you buy? Okay, so I went to the shop and I bought a teapot, some Tiffex and a Mars bar. You couldn't buy a Mars bar. What the fuck, Tom? <laughs> you also couldn't buy a teapot and some Tipex. Because you... I right. can I can buy t- a teapot and Tipex, but you can't. Is the rule that my card is declined every no. time I go? You could buy some eggs. How is that different from a Mars bar? You could buy some elastic bands. Okay, I went to the shop and I bought a teapot, some Tipex and... A pair of shoes. You couldn't buy a pair of shoes. Tom, what are you on about? (laughs) I'm fuming. So so the rule is it has to start with the first letter of your name. Oh. You see? Oh. But you have to work out what... It would be more obvious if there was more of us playing it. This will all get cut out, by the way. So did you... I think you should leave it in. So did you just make up that rule or is that always the rule? No, there's different rules for each round. Wow. That was that was thrilling. So it, could, it could be that it would be my, the first letter of my last name. That was honestly thrilling. Yeah, it was great trying to watch you work it out. I really enjoyed that. Or sometimes a, a fun one to do is you do a couple of rounds and then you pick one person and it's anyone can buy anything they want apart from that person. So everyone's going, yeah, you can buy that. And there's this one person going, I can't work out what the rule is. <laughs> I can't work it out. Um, oh my God. Uh, yeah, I'm going to cut all of that. Before we finish, would you like to hear the second Robert Pattinson fact? Oh yeah, give me Robert Pattinson fact number two. Robert Pattinson fact of the week. We were number meant to two. sort our harmonies out, no, it's fine, damn it. It's fine. Okay, so during a 2020 appearance, it's very current, Pattinson told the host of Late Night with Seth Meyers, who I assume is Seth, Seth Meyers. How did you work that out? Um, it's just a guess. Oh, right. Just hazard a guess. He told Seth Meyers that when he was younger, he wanted to be a rapper, and he still kind of does. His rap name when he was younger was Big Tub. Part Big of, Boy. Part <laughs> of Big Tub and the Tabby Cats. And he did actually record a few unreleased rap mixes. Sorry, Big Tub and the Tabby Cats. Yep, that was his um, rap group. Big Tub and the Tabby Cats releasing some fresh new raps. There <laughs> yeah, you go. Boy. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that bombshell, I think we should probably wrap it up. Yeah, Big wrap Tub. Wrap it up. Uh-huh. Like Big Tubs Very and the nice. Tabby Cats. Very nice. We'll wrap it up. So, yeah, if you've got any thoughts on the films that we've watched, if you fancy giving Little Ashes a watch, see Robert. We all know that see, you're all just going to go and watch that See Big scene. Tubs giving it a big tug. <laughs> big um, tugs. <laughs> Um, then let us know. Where can they contact us? You can contact us uh, at on a roll on Instagram. At and on a roll Twitter. pod. At on a roll pod. We yeah. got it wrong last time. Yeah, yeah. Don't um, don't at on a roll. At on a roll pod. Yeah. On Twitter and Instagram. That's our handle on everything. At on a roll pod. Email us. Yeah. At on a roll pod at gmail dot com. And I think that's about it, isn't it? That's all the places they can contact us. Yeah. Let yeah. us know what you thought. If you've enjoyed this, as always give us a rating rate rate us five stars yeah and like i said before if you didn't enjoy it just rate five stars anyway and just just leave us a little comment let us know what you enjoyed and what your favorite robert pattinson film is and also Mm -hmm. obviously we're talking about robert pattinson this series but we're going to run out of films eventually if you have an actor that you as a particular favorite of yours and you would like us to watch all of their films so that you don't have to yeah. You can suggest that to us as well. Yeah, so if you do want to suggest Shia LaBeouf, then please do. Emma really wants to do Shia LaBeouf. So that if you're a Shia LaBeouf fan, that's probably coming. Yeah. Yeah, so just let us know. Yeah. Uh, and thank you again for listening. Yeah, thanks for I tuning ho- in. I hope that us talking about Robert Pattinson, pleasuring himself, me seeing a woman's arsehole, won't haunt your dreams too much. Haunted um, Herman. But, Big yeah, tug's going to haunt just, my just dreams. Just try and wipe it from your mind. But um, next week, by the way, we'll be starting the Twilight franchise. So you've got that to look forward to. Emma's punching the air. I am. I'm a little bit trepidatious about the task of watching Twilight for the first time. Yeah. But I'm sure it'll be an enjoyable ride. But until then, 
We will see you. Goodbye. Goodbye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.